Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of the Encouragement Dailies podcast show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 158. This week's message is of David, a psalm of knowledge on guidance and commitment unto the Lord. Hi everyone, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you for taking time out of your schedules to be receiveth of another blissful, encouraging message from the words of God. Uh, And this week's message, we're going to take the opportunity to listen in on what David has to say concerning the Lord and concerning guidance and commitment unto the Lord. And this week's message, um, my notes are a little long, mostly um, compiled of scriptures. But in the course of bringing forth this message, you know, I know that God will lay some things on my heart to to bring forth unto you. So it's my prayers as always that you have an open heart, open mind, and be joyful in your spirit to be received of the encouraging words of God. In the times that we're living in right now, there's a lot of things that's taking place. There's a lot of things that are going on that are unpleasant. There are things that we can take pride in. There's things that are joyful. Uh, There's things that are not so joyful. There's things that are just horrific, just terrible. But either way, we're living through these things. We're going to encounter them. They're going to be a part of our lives, whether indirectly or directly. And my brothers and sisters, it is my responsibility, it is my assignment to bring forth encouraging words from that of God, uh, to see the encouragement in God's word and to bring it forth. So in doing so, I pray that everyone can be in perception and perceiving these encouraging um, messages. And then also they can receive it so that it can work in them and work over their lives as God has spoken forth to be. Um, And then also I would like to go ahead and apologize for any awkward sounds that you may hear. I am out and about and I'm in an area where unfortunately they're doing a little bit of construction. And I had hoped that... (laughs) I hope that that would not be an issue, but it looked like it could possibly be an issue. Um, And this is a good spot. This is a good area. And I wanted to go ahead and get this message out and get it to you uh, without any delay. And if you know me, you know, I don't let anything stop me from bringing forth that which is laid upon my heart to, to, to share and to speak. And. This is no different. This moment and this time is no different. Um, I do believe that even though there's noise going on around me, that you want to be able to hear that very much of it. Um, And that I entrust and pray that your focus and listening is going to be on what is coming forth of that of God's word and not trying to see how good the sound is. Um. My brothers and sisters, it's been an interesting um, month that has passed for me. 
And I don't know about you, but for me, it's been an interesting month. I've started on a new chapter in my life's journey. And I've done so not according to the plans that I had laid out or the plans that I tried to implement. I am basically, I wouldn't say I'm weighing it, but I'm going off some of the plans that I had laid out. But then also, you know, that the Lord ushers our steps. And although we may plan something, it doesn't mean that it's going to always pan out that way. It's not going to always come to fruition in the way that we planned it. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, the Lord says, I know the plans I have for you. Okay. And he know how good he, he knows the good. He knows to bring forth goodness and, 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 and to be, you know, do things that are going to be fruitful in that of your life's journey. So that means that there's going to be some times when we think that we're doing the right thing, but we're not always doing the right thing. We think that we're on the right path. We're moving towards the right goal. But the Lord can say, no, hold on. I need you to take a slight right. I need you to, you know, stop trying to pursue this right now, you know, and I need you to pursue that. I need you to put your focus on this. You know, amen. So it's life is is just that it's life and it's very much real. But my brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of this. So is Jesus. So is Jesus. And we do get caught up. You know, the fleshliness of us does get caught up. And the things that are going on in the world, the things that are going on in our lives and the lives of our loved ones, the lives of those that we will encounter, whether it be directly or indirectly, we are going to be caught up into in some type of uh, way, in some some kind of capacity on some level. We're going to get caught up. That's why I say stay focused, stay focused so that you can see the blessings that you can see, you know, the blessings that God has laid out the, 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 the blessings that he has set aside you know, for us to be receiveth of in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of things taking place, in the midst of the turmoil, in the midst of challenges that seem to be so great and overwhelming unto us, the Lord is there and he's there with open arms he's there saying, focus in me put that what you are doing, committed unto me and I shall guide you through. I shall make good unto thee that what you do and what you commit unto me. I will make it good. I will see it through. I will make it come forth. I will make it manifest. When you lay it unto me, when you put it in that of me. So it's a trying, it's, it's, it's a trying time right now that we're living. And like I said, last month has been, <laughs> last month has been more than interesting for me, brothers and sisters. Has really been a time in my life where I felt like I was living. I felt like I was living a situation all over again. I felt like I was right back in the beginning of what I thought was a bad journey or what I thought was a nightmare dream or unpleasant dream. And I thought to myself, I said, man. Am I farther alone now than I was then, or am I right back where I was? And, you know, has anything changed? What what has come of out of this? You know, this 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 last few months or this last year or two or three years of journey of my life has anything good come out of it? 
Am I farther alone than what I was then? Have I have I progressed any? Is there any success that I can look back on and say, oh, praise the Lord. And, and, and see, we look, we get caught up on those things. We get caught up on, those, you know, I don't see any progress. I don't see any success. I don't see any fruits. But this is the thing about it. A lot of times on our journey in this life as a Christian, as a disciple unto Christ for the glory of God, we're not going to always see fruit. We're not going to always see success. We're not going to always see, my brothers and sisters, ourselves sitting down and partaking of the fruits of our labors. This is the reason why. Because there's going to be a part of our journey that is not supposed to be tangible fruit. Meaning that we're not going to be able to put our hands on it. We're not going to be able to put our eyes onto it. It's going to be spiritual. And if we're not focused, if we're not in discerning of the spirit, if we're not allowing the spirit to guide us, if we're not putting that what we do into that of the Lord, then we're not going to know that we are progressing. We're not going to know that we have fruit because we're going to be looking at our situation and we're going to be thinking, I haven't done anything. I have not gotten one thing done. I have not progressed, not one step forward into anything good. But my brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you today that is not so. Get your focus out of that of carnal thinking and perception and allow that of the spirit to be of discerning guidance before you. Because, see, we will see things in the, in the flesh. And we automatically will make judgment on that of our lives and the lives of those around us. But we have to begin to walk our lives in that of discerning of the spirit. It is in that that we will be able to be truly not just guided, but we will truly see the fruits of our labor. My brothers and sisters, I had something take place and unfold this past month, the lateral part of this past month, and I'm going to be honest with you, it was very uncomfortable for me. Very uncomfortable for me. But I realized, why am I getting all caught up in this? Why am I getting all caught up in this? It's not my life. It's not my life. I am not the one making the choice to do this or do that or do the other. And although my my concern and my compassion for the well-being of this particular person is so strong. As it generally is for anyone else or for any other situation. But I must once again understand that God has his hands on that person just as he has his hands on me. And there's a plan over that person's life just like it's a plan over my life. And we both and we all and created of that of God and the likeness of God, we all have that what is called free will. And we have the authority to walk in it, to make decisions and everything concerning it. My brothers and sisters. So when having that reality, I have to say, you know what? Let me just take my hands off this person. Let me stop trying to do this, do that and other to keep this person from doing that and that and the other. And realize that that person is going to have to make their own decisions, which is very much in their authority to do so. And what decisions they make, God forbid they lead to something that is drastic, you know, uh, you know, terrifying as losing their life. God forbid. But whatever it turns out to be from that decision that they made under that of the authority of free will, that's on them.
and that's between them and God. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, as disciples, we are to witness unto others. We are to bring forth the gospel of Christ. But when we cannot show that person correction, or we cannot correct that person, or we cannot show that person anything to show that, hey, look, what you're doing or what you're deciding to do or thinking about doing is not good, then there's nothing we can do. Now, I myself know that I've had people come to me, I've had people say words to me and not know my situation, but they have talked to me and it has hit point, it has hit on head, it has hit that nail on the head, as they say, it has been on point, as they say, dot the I's, cross the T's, circle the P's, whatever, it has been on point. And truthfully and transparently, I ain't followed none of it. So I say that really to say this is that there's going to be moments where as we're discipling unto others, as we're bringing forth the word of God unto others, as Christ has instructed us to do, we are going to encounter some. And those that we encounter can be family members. They can be very close family members. They could be friends. They can be very close friends. Or they can just be someone that we encounter, that we, you know, just happen to cross paths. But whatever it be, whatever the circumstances that lead to that situation or lead to that encounter, my brothers and sisters, do understand that you're not going to always, always be able to speak word unto someone and they change. Because you speaking word unto someone could just be you laying a seed, planting a seed, or just you through that of the Holy Spirit tilting the foul ground. You get what I'm saying? So we must not get so caught up. It's not easy. Trust me. Oh my God, blessed be Father Jesus. It is not easy. It is not easy. Because I have witnessed that. I have witnessed that. I have witnessed that. And how heavy that thing was on my heart. And how it just brought sadness unto my spirit. But I have to realize that once I have said all I can say. I have done everything other than tie this person down, which is unethical. It's not, you know, I didn't do that. <laughs> I did not do that, brothers and sisters. But my point of what I'm saying is that when you have spoken and when you have done what God has laid upon your heart to do concerning that person, there's nothing else you can do but just step away from the situation and just keep them in prayer. Just keep them lifted up in prayer. You know, um, Life is hard right now for a lot of people. And you may not see it. You may not never see it. You'll never know what's going on in another person's life. Maybe never. You may encounter someone and it may seem like everything's going fine. Everything's good. It was well. You know, they're progressing. You know, they got success. It's going to look that way. But my brothers and sisters, you're not going to know deep down underneath all that smile and grin and the laughter and good fellowship, you're not going to know what's going on in their lives. That's why the word says, pray ye for one another, because you do not know what another person is undergoing. You do not. Just because it looked like they got it all together, just because it looked like everything's going well and it looks all hokey-dokey, it's not always all hokey-dokey. You feel what I'm saying? Things are not always going well. It may look that way. But things are not always going well. 
that person needs prayer. That person might just need a need a a, a, a calm and peaceful and humble ear to just listen to them talk. That person might need someone to pray for them or pray over them. That person may need a smile or may need a hug. That person just might need to be in the company of good fellowship and not really have anything said to them, but just to be in the company of good fellowship. And you will probably never know the fact that you just sat there, shared a meal with them, shared a sandwich with them, shared some tea with them. You may never know how good and how blessful that touched their soul and uplifted them in their spirits. It really just kind of made everything okay. Gave them a little bit more confidence in that of the Lord and a little bit more, you know, uh, uplifting in that of their faith to stand, you know, steadfast in that of the midst of their situations. So I say all that to say this. Let us not get too focused and caught up in what's going on in our situations of life. Things are not going to always be as we desire them to be, as we plan them out to be. But the best thing that we can do is commit what we desire, what we plan, what we say, what we speak, you know, what, what, what we do. Basically, in a nutshell, submit it unto the Lord. Do everything and say everything with the intent of it being in that of the Lord. Because he will usher our steps. He will be the one that will see us through. He will be the one that will be a guidance unto us. He has torn the veil that we can come before that of thy heavenly father. But my brothers and sisters, Christ is still there with us. He's still there with us. He's still a guide for us in times when we need him. His peace is there over us at all times. At all times. It may not seem like it sometimes. You may think, oh man, oh, what's going on? Why is there so much chaos in my life right now? Why is there so much ridiculousness taking place? It's that moment, my brothers and sisters, that really what you need to do is get in a quiet place. Remove yourself from all that chaos. Remove yourself from all that drama. Remove yourself from all that negativity. All that downplaying, all that, you know, just remove yourself from it. If that means, you know, you got to step out the door to go take a walk down the street or if you got to drive to a park or, you know, go to a restaurant and get you some tea, sit down and just enjoy your tea in peace. Or sit in your car and enjoy your, your tea. Or sit in your car and read a book. Whatever it is that you need to do to remove yourself from that situation so that you can refocus and recenter that of yourself and your spirit of God. Detoxifying yourself fully, not just in that of your physical man, but in that of your spiritual man. I used to walk, um, I don't know, three years ago, I used to do a lot of walking down to the park from where it was I was at at the time. And there was this person that worked for the city. And I used to walk the boardwalk and this person would come and they would, you know, they would holler out to everybody, you know, hey, it's closing the gate. It's time to close, you know, hey. And sometimes this person would walk the boardwalk just to make sure nobody was in there because, you know, they didn't want to lock nobody in. And 
there was one time I was coming out and this person was walking back. And, you know, of course, they were calling out, you know, hey, uh, gate is closing, gate is closing. And this person seen me. And they have been seeing me quite a few times, you know, and they spoke. I spoke to them. We may have had exchanged one or two words in a brief conversation. This time, this person, you know, was walking back to the gate with me. And they said, man, you know, so y'all are walking today. I said, yeah. They said, so uh, you're getting a lot of exercise. I said, you know, be honest with you. It's not so much a physical thing as it is a mental thing. And that's what I said to him. I say, yeah, but it's not so much a physical thing as it is a mental thing. Now, hear what I'm saying now. What I was telling that person is that it's not so much a physical thing that I do this walking, but it's a mental thing that I do this walking. You see, sometimes we have to remove ourselves from what we have encircled ourselves in. Y'all not hearing me now. Sometimes we have to remove ourselves from what we have encircled ourselves in. You get what I'm saying? So we talk about, oh, you know, I got this circle. I got this tightness circle. I got this tightness circle. But sometimes that tightness circle needs to take a backseat. Sometimes that tightness circle, you need to step up out of it. And everything that's around that. You get what I'm saying? And you need a moment to yourself to detox. Detox your spirit. And, and that's something that we a lot of us are forgetting that needs to be done because, yeah, you know, we say, oh, you know, I'm, I got this detox I'm going to do, you know, and yeah, and you got this fruit drink that you drink, you know, you got all these different liquids and things that you drink that's supposed to help detox your body. But what about your spirit, man? What about your mental state? Because, see, we don't understand that that what we perceive in the flesh. <laughs> oh, my God. It also has its works on that of the mental state of our mind. And when we can keep our mental state of that of our minds in peacefulness and in clarity from toxicness, we also are doing the same thing in that our spirit. And then see, the spirit plays a big part in that because if we can keep ourselves grounded spiritually, then we're most likely not attain. We'll keep ourselves grounded physically and mentally. And our emotions won't be everywhere. But it's not always easy. Because we focus so much in, oh, we got to get physically fit. You know, our muscles, we got to show muscles. We got to show that we, you know, we fit. We can't walk around with no stomach sagging. You know, our arms can't look skinny. And, 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 and oh, you got too much weight on you. Society, world society has, has pegged it wrong. Now, although they have pegged the human, oh my God, they have pegged the human right because they know what to do to get the human to do what it is that, you know, society in that, you know, the prince of this world wants. But and in all that, we're forgetting the main thing, and that is how we graduate in growth and that of our spirit. Because if we're grounded in our spirit, if we're doing things to grow in that of our spirit, then it's going to strengthen us mentally as it does physically overall. So as we're strengthening spiritually, we're strengthening mentally, 
and physically. So taking walks is a wonderful thing. You know, if your thing is running, then okay, you do your thing. You feel what I'm saying? If your thing is to go somewhere and get quiet and read a book, then you do your thing. That's your thing. If your thing is to get somewhere quiet in your closet, your prayer closet, get on your knees and crawl out to God, then you do your thing. You know, we all should be praying, but if that is truly your thing on top of already praying, and your moments where you need to release some stress, detox, if that's your thing, then you do your thing. You feel what I'm saying? Do your thing. Don't let anyone or anything keep you from doing what is needed to keep you pure from that of this world, from that of the toxicness of this world. And that's not just in that of your physical man, your flesh, but also in that of your spirit. man. So my brothers and sisters, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I was telling this gentleman that I had the pleasure to be in fellowship with one day. This was about a week or so ago. Yeah, about a week or so ago. Um, I told him, I said, you know, yes, I am knowledge of, of Christ. I believe in Christ. and I do see myself as a Christian. I do believe I am saved through that of Christ. And I said, but you know, I don't know everything. That's what I explained to the young man. I said, I don't know everything. I'm not 100% complete in that of knowledge and that of God. And I confess that. You know, and I, there's nothing to, it's, and, and it's not me trying to throw anything towards anybody that may be in a high position in that of the body of Christ. You know, whether it be in a church or you have your own church. I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to come at you like that. I really am not. Trust me, I have so much respect for you. You have no idea. You have no idea the level of respect that I have for those who are in that high position like that. Those who have been called, you know, have that kind of calling on their life. I have much respect for you. The point that I'm trying to make is that although I have knowledge, I don't have all the knowledge. Although I know some things, I don't know everything. And I don't care what that is and what that entails. You know, that can be working on the car. Trust me, bro. My sisters, I don't know everything about that, but I know some things. You feel what I'm saying? I know some things and I have learned some things when it comes to working on cars, when it comes to engines and when it comes to how this works, how that works. And, you know, you can do this and you don't have to do that type thing. But I'm always learning. I'm always looking. And I'm always listening. And I'm always trying to be a hands-on person because, hey, you can never stop learning. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what age you at. I don't care if you you, you graduated high school, you graduated college, kumbala, whatever, you know, they call that. You know, and no disrespect to the different, uh, excuse me, no difference, disrespect, you know, to the different colleges and to the different, you know, um, um, clubs and, and, and memberships and everything that are out there. No disrespect unto you. But in the same thing, basically what I'm saying, what I'm really trying to say unto you, even if you've gone through all that and you are alumni and member or whatever, whatever, that's knowledge. But that that's that's not it. You get what I'm saying? That's not the end. That's not your end blessing. And you should not take that as your end blessing. You should just take that as just another part of the portfolio of your life. 
and look unto God and say, okay, what, what next, Lord? What, 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 Father, what, what, what do you want me to do next? What do you want me to, what, what, what do you want me to do next to add on to the portfolio of my life as I serve your kingdom? Because see, our life is already laid out. It's already laid out. And the one thing that we really must have an understanding is don't lay down. Because once you say, I'm done, that's it. I, I'm dying, man. I ain't doing this no more. I can't take it. You dying off, bro. You might as well just be as good as that. When you take that day and say, well, I'm going to stop learning. I don't want to know nothing else. I don't want to hear what you got to say. I don't want to try to figure this out. Nothing. You might as well just give up the goats. And I know some of y'all going to be like, what is he? What? What? Bro, what you say? What? That ain't going to sound right with some of y'all. But my point of what I'm trying to get to is that I'm really trying to get you to understand that no matter how much achievement you've made in life on that of learning, okay, no matter where you at, like I said, it doesn't matter if you, you finish high school, you, you know, you graduated college, kumbalai, what it does not matter. And it does not matter what level you are in that of God, in that of crisis the body of christ still allow yourself to be receiveth of knowledge because you are i guarantee you you're going to come across something that you have not experienced you're going to receive a word that you did not know nothing about you're going to get a revelation and you're going to be like wow i never seen that like that now trust me Trust me on this. Now, you can say, oh, well, you know, he's just rambling on. He don't know what he's talking about. Da, 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 da. Okay. Okay. Whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say. You want to say I'm rambling on? Okay. All right. I'm rambling on. But for those, <laughs> my God, who really want to live and truthfully be fruitful, grasping on and receiving knowledge every day that they have breath, all I say to you, keep listening. Keep listening. But, you know, hey, if you want to say I'm just rambling on and, you know, you just want to say I don't, you know, I don't, don't want to hear what you got to say. Okay, that's cool. You you don't have to. That's part of free will. You feel what I'm saying? But this is the thing, my brothers and sisters, with so much going on in the world right now, you better not close yourself off to being not receiveth of knowledge. Because, see, Things are constantly changing. And if you allow yourself to be closed off the way you're not receiveth of knowledge, you are going to close yourself off and truly commit your soul to the devil. Truly give your life up. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to stay knowledgeable. You got to stay, you know, abrupt of what's going on around you. But at the same time, don't get caught up in it. You know, don't say so abrupt and so attentive to it to where you get caught up in it and that's the only thing that you focus on. And now you're not focusing on anything that's of God. You're not focusing on, on anything that was of that of your assignment. Because now you don't got so caught up on what's going on halfway around the world. Or you don't got so caught up on what's going on in your own neighborhood. Like, oh man, I can't believe they're doing this to us. Okay, they're doing this to us. But don't get so caught up to where you are not focused on what you need to be doing because you don't know God may be getting ready to address that very issue. 
But what he needs from you is he needs you to be focused. He needs you to be doing that of your part of the process so that he can work on what needs to be worked on. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's already ready. So we cannot afford to not be uh, focused. We cannot afford to allow ourselves to be distracted. Because God has already laid things out for us. But he's laid it out in a way to where there's a part for us to do. We have our part of the process. And so we must do our part. And our part is to stay focused, to stand steadfast in faith, and to be in obedience. The word commitment in a nutshell. So my brothers, as I get ready to go ahead and go on to the message, um, I just want to say this before I go into opening prayer. For those who have dealt with some things this last past few days, few weeks, or this past month in, 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 whole, in a wholeness, I just want you to say this. I just want to say this to you. You've made it to another month. And I want you to think about that. And I want you to say that to yourself in that of your thoughts. Say, you know what? Yeah, I don't just been, it seems like i just been through hell, but I've made it to another month. I've made it to another month. Day by day, I've made it to another month. Because you see, we get caught up so much on what's going on in our current situation, we forget that God, God helped us through the past situation. You know, and we forget how, how, how bad that past situation was. And, and so we're faced with some things and we think God won't bring us through that. We think God won't protect us. God won't help us to endure that. My brothers, there's always, my sisters, there's always blessings in the midst of that of our turmoil. There's always blessings. God will lay blessings aside for us along this journey. Just sitting there waiting for us in the midst of that of our turmoil, in the midst of the situation that's taking place, there's a blessing in there. And we could get so caught up on it, the situation, that we don't see the blessing. The provisional blessing that God has laid right there for us to partake of. We will go right by. We will overlook it and be standing right there. Be facing it and not even know it because we are so distracted by the situation that has taken place in our lives by the challenge that we're faced by the troubles and by the you know by the problems that have come on us by the life issue that has just sucked us up and spit us out so that provisional blessing will be right there like here I am waiting on you don't see me I'm right here ready for you but we'll lose sight because now we're caught up on what's going on around us. We're caught up in the only thing that we see, the only provision, the only, oh my God, this earning that is in place is that of physical, fleshly discerning, not spiritual. Because see, we're caught up, we, we're looking at what our situation is. We're not, we're not looking at things in that of a spiritual discerning. That's why we don't see the provisional blessings. So I'm going to say to you, Say this to yourself in thought. I've made it to another month. And then say this to yourself. Stay focused. Stand fast in faith. And be in obedience. Commitment. Say that to yourself. And say thank you father. That I've made it through. Not just another day. But those each one of those days I've made it through. Has led 
to another month passing and I've made it over to another month. I shall make it through this month and I shall continue to walk in victory in that of Jesus name. Amen. So times are hard. No doubt. People are going through some things. No doubt. People have lost their homes, their apartments. No doubt. People are living in cars on the street. No doubt. And not all those people are, are, are those who have been strung out on drugs or are strung out on drugs or, or have lost their jobs. you got people who are working good jobs. It's just that their rent has gone up. They may have gotten behind on their mortgage because they, they, they were laid off for about a week or two weeks because we went through this, 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 this year or two years of this COVID outbreak. But my brothers and sisters, Homelessness is not the norm no more. You understand what I'm saying? Those things that I just mentioned is not the norm in that of homeless anymore. People are being home, are becoming homeless. You know, and it's not so much to do with that. They lost everything because they got strong on drugs. They're losing everything because of what's taking place in the world. They're losing everything because they couldn't pay. Got jobs, but it became too much for them to pay. Got behind. So, my brothers and sisters, things are taking place around us. Amen. Pray ye one for another. Always pray. You may not know no one other than that of family and maybe a few friends. But I say unto you, pray and let your prayers cover all. Because they say love covers a multitude of sins. Pray for one another. Just speak a prayer. You feel what I'm saying? And, 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 and speak that prayer to be coverance over all. Amen? It is possible. Trust me, it's possible. Hear me and know that I'm telling you, it is possible. Amen? Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for everything that has come forth and been showered upon, not just me, but upon that of my brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes, we are truly living in some, some, some harsh times. We're living in some times that no one really seen coming. No one imagined life could be this way. We may have imagined change when we say, oh, the future is coming. The future is coming. But we never imagined the future being like this. We never imagined having to go through the way that we see some people going through. So, Heavenly Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ, but not just them. But I pray for the unbelievers just as I pray for the believer. I pray for the saved just as I pray for the unsaved. Oh, my God. I pray for the upright just as I pray for the sinner. Heavenly Father, I pray that all should not perish but be saved. For that is your desire. And as I bring forth these words, oh Father God, I just pray that everyone who is listening shall listen to perceive, receive, and walk in discerning so that your word that has been spoken of their life, the book of their life, will be walked out according to that has spoken. Now I know that your word does not go out in vain and does not come back unto you without doing what you have spoken to do. 
but I also know that we have free will and that we 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 tend to want to walk a different a different stride. We want to we want to go down different paths. We want to be a part of a different type of body. And I pray, Father God, that we don't misuse this 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 authority of free will. This 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 which has been given unto us. That we're not abusing it. And as we will encounter others, whether they be a part of the body of Christ or whether they be non-believers, as we encounter them and as we bring forth that of the gospel, we bring forth your word unto them. Let us not be discouraged. Let us not be discouraged so that we contemplate giving up we contemplate taking our own lives we contemplate just not doing what is needed to be done we contemplate and ask ourselves why why am i bothering heavenly father i pray that we all will continue to keep pushing on regardless of what we're faced with regardless of what the challenge may be each and every day and that we are seeing and very attentive to the provisional blessings that are in place for us as we make our way along this life's journey and as we continue to carry out that of the assignment that has been uh, issued unto us concerning your kingdom now that's not saying that things are going to be easy because we know they're not the Lord has already spoke that unto us but he has said fear not be not dismayed for I have already conquered the world I, I stand before you victorious victorious and so are you walking in victory you are more than conquerors so my my father my my my, my god I, I just pray for my brothers and sisters as i have cried unto you father god over that of my life i cry unto you now over that of their lives and as i cried over their lives oh father god I cried for that unbeliever. I cried for that person who, who is sinning. I cried, Father God, just as I cried for myself when I know that there's a part of my life that is not yet pleasing unto you. I pray for that person, oh Father God, who, who life may not be at all pleasing unto you. I, just as I pray for my brother and sister in Christ who, who is going through some things, who, who've had to witness some things. And it has been disappointed, has been discouraged because they have spoken your word unto others. They have preached your word. They have teached your word forth unto those they have encountered. And they have seen the heaviness on these people's hearts. They have seen the dismayness in their face that, that is on their spirits. But they have not been able to deliver them. They have not been able to speak a word that will lift them up and, and cause them to turn from that which they are doing and which has been on them. And now they're walking in dismayment. They're discouraged. But Father, I pray right now that they will be lifted up by that of your word. The encouragement in that of your word. The refueling in that of your word will strengthen them. Restore them back to that of full discipleship. Unto Christ for the glory of you, O Heavenly Father. And it will it will instill that of your knowledgeable wisdom unto them. So they will have an understanding that not everyone 
Not everyone will denounce their sin. Not everyone will come away from that which is sinful in nature. Not everyone will receive the word. Not everyone will receive the encouragement to do what is needed. So that they can be lifted away from the things that have them shackled down. And when you have done all that you can do. When you have spoken all that you can speak. In that of the Lord. Move on. Move on unbothered. And be in prayer over that person. My father. My father. May we stay steadfast and focus in that of you. Steadfast in faith. And steadfast in obedience. Which is commitment in that of the assignment for your kingdom. This is my prayer. These are my words of petition unto your throne room. Heavenly Father, I thank you for that you will receive and listen unto thy servant. So I brought forth these words. In Jesus' name, I pray. My brothers and sisters, this 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 is another wonderful time to be received of this encouraging word. Um My only hopes and what I hope and what I pray to achieve and bring forth messages and doing podcasts and doing daily devotions is, is to encourage you. I know some would say my encouragement is a little orthodox. It's not, you know, it, it's not the worldly encouragement. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not the worldly encouragement. This is encouragement from God's word. So you you may hear it and be like, man, I, I bro, I'm not quite getting it. That's why I ask, I ask, I ask, and I say unto you, listen with an open heart and open mind and be joyful in your spirit to be received so that you can perceive what is coming forth and thus it will allow you to truly receive it and then you will be able to walk it out. You get what I'm saying? And discerning. And that word will walk out its way in your life as it is intended. But you got to first have an open heart and open mind so that you can perceive to receive and then be walking and discerning and the word will walk out its, its authority in your life as it has been spoken in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Mm. My God. So brothers and sisters, as uh, we get ready to get into the message for this week, once again, I want to thank everybody for taking time out to listen to these messages. And I know that sometimes I know some people can say that I get a little kind of long winded. But I really, truly do try my hardest and put forth a strong effort to bring forth what is on my heart to bring uh, and to speak. Because I truly want you to be a receiver of encouragement, not only, but I want you to be continuously motivated. I want you to be refueled, re-strengthened, so that you can endure what's taking place in your life. And then also I want you to be receiver of the knowledgeable wisdom of God. And that sometimes is not always going to be in the message itself. The content of the message itself. A lot of times it's going to be in the introduction. The word I speak before the message. And then sometimes what I speak after the message. And even sometimes what I speak during the message. And then even also in that which I might say in prayer. So my brothers and sisters. I thank you for having an open mind. 
open heart and joyfulness in your spirit to receive it of the word so that you can be encouraged and continuously be motivated and refueled and instilled with the knowledge and wisdom of God. Of David, a psalm of knowledge on guidance and commitment unto the Lord. Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wilter. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and garnish their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs <laughs> at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster they will not wilter. In the days of famine they will enjoy plenty, but the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies, oh my God, are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed. They will go up in smoke. The wicked will borrow and do not repay. But the righteous give generously. Oh my God. Thank you Jesus. Though the Lord blesses. Will inherit the land. But those he curse. Will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm. The steps of the one. Who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful once. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. 
the righteousness will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongue can speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their feet do not slip. <laughs> the wicked lie in wait for the righteous, intent on putting them to death. But the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked, or let them be condemned when brought to trial. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxurious native tree. But he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless. My God, observe the upright. A future awaits those who seek peace, but all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. My God. Now, brothers and sisters, I know that was a little bit kind of, and I, I, I know you can say, well, man, boy, he got long-winded on that right there. You know, uh, I didn't know how long he was going to keep bringing forth that scripture. But my brothers and sisters, this is all in Psalms. This is all in Psalms. See, David, David, oh, my God, he is a man after God's heart. David, my brothers and sisters, man, when I go reading the Psalms, bro, oh, my God. Mm. I'm telling you, man, I get such revelations. And it's almost as if I'm right there witnessing what he bringing for. You feel what I'm saying? What he enduring. It's almost as if I'm right there when he be speaking. You feel what I'm saying? When he be saying those things and he's like, it, it, it's just like I'm right there. And because it's so, I can just so relate to it. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, Shabbat mm -mm. Of David, a psalm of knowledge. On guidance and commitment unto the Lord. Now, my brothers and sisters, although there's a lot going on in the world around us right now, and we 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 all are experiencing our own hardship in our own ways, that is according to that of our lives that we are journeying, and we can go through life, and we may not ever experience any truth heartaches any true heaviness any true burden like we may see others and we will say god's hand is truly on us and i'm not saying it's not but my point of what i'm getting to is that even in those moments when we know god's hand is on us we still can go through some things we still can go through some things so if you see someone going through don't automatically assume that god's hand is not on them don't automatically consume because, oh, they did this and they got that going on. Da, 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 da. God must have withdrawn his hand off of them. That's not always the case. It just might be something that God is wanting them to go through. To build them, to strengthen them, to mold them. Alrighty, my brothers and sisters, that... Uh, notification was letting me know that I have reached that point in the show. 
uh, that it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought, um, which I'm going to go ahead and get into here in a minute. Uh, but I want to say in finishing up what I was saying, um, don't, 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 don't allow yourself, don't conduct yourself in that way to where you are judging people because you see what they're going through or you see that they're going through. Don't automatically think that, oh, they must have did something wrong or they're sinning, that this and that. Now, I'm not saying that they're not, but I'm not saying that they are. And don't say that God's hand is not on them and not, because I'm not saying either way that it is or isn't. But the point I'm trying to make is that we are supposed to be praying ye for one another, regardless. And if you physically know with knowledge in that of yourself that someone's going through and it's by their own hand, you still pray for them. You pray for that. They will, they will come up out of that. You pray that they will let go and they will turn from whatever it is that is causing them, you know, heaviness and burden. But see, we don't do that. We, we sit and we sit and we talk about people and we want to say things like, you know, yeah, I I, bet I ain't talking to him. Why not? Even if that brother or that sister don't want to listen to you at that moment, just say a few words to them. Let them know that, hey, you're thinking about them. Because, see, sometimes a person can be going through and they may be committing sins. But they're going through and they might have in their mindset that nobody don't, nobody don't care. Nobody, you know, they don't feel wanted. They don't feel needed. They don't feel like nobody really would care or wanted to know what they're going through. Because everybody's talking about them. Everybody talked down to them. Everybody treat them. Everybody distanced from them. And you're treating them all kind of different ways other than that of Christ. Other than showing the loveness of that of Christ. We do, you're doing everything else. And we wonder why people turn away from the church. You see, the, 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 the preacher, the pastor, the, the, the apostle and the bishop, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But they can't do it all. They can't, they can't, do, they can't do it all. They just they, they can't. You feel what I'm saying? So that's where we are supposed to come in. That's where we come in at, my brothers and sisters. We are part of that congregation. And we're supposed to be kind and welcome newcomers. And we're supposed to show the love of Christ unto them. Not just greet them and then next day we got our nose up at them. You know, not just doing it because the pastor say, you know, hey, greet the newcomers. No, you should do it anyway. Period. Just be nice and say, how are you doing? You know, you, you may not, you, you don't always have to give them a hug because some people don't want to be hugged. You feel what I'm saying? You, you ain't always got to sit there and give them a long life sermon. You, you know, uh, uh, speak a mighty word to them. No, sometimes people just want to be in the midst of other people. Sometimes. Sometimes people just want to feel like they belong or have some, have some belongings. You know what I'm saying? Feel like they need it. And sometimes people just want you just want you to listen to them. They just want they want to talk to someone that they know is not going to spread their business all over time. That when that person say, hey, man, I'm going to keep you in prayer, that they truly do keep him in prayer. And I just say that. And. That's why a lot of people are getting weary, man, in their in their life's journey, because they're like, man. I can't turn to my mom. I can't turn to my daddy, my brothers, my sisters. I don't have no, you know, no nieces and nephews in the area that I know of. My friends, you know, they, they, they start like funny. And I'm supposed to be able to turn to the church. But, you know, I go to the church and these people look at me like, 
I like trash just walked in the door. They look at me like the, like Satan is like the very Satan himself just walked through the door. And my thing is this: What if he did? We still should be giving unto others as Christ would. But we're not doing that. And we get wind of a brother doing something wrong and we don't. We don't help him. We don't say, well, brother, you know, hey, you know, how you doing? And you may not be able to really truly fellowship with him, like, you know, spend a day with him, not like that. But if you're in that person's presence for three minutes, hey, three seconds. Just say a word to him. Just look at him saying, my brother, listen. I got you, man. I'm, I'm praying for you. I got you. You know, I, I, I don't know what you're going through, truthfully. But it was just laid on my heart just to, just to say something to you and let you know that I got you in prayer. Okay? And no matter what it is that you're going through, it's not going to be forever. It's not over. It's not your end blessing. You know what I'm saying? You ain't that you just gotta say a few words to him. Or you can just say it's not your end blessing. Or you can say it will only last a season. Or you even gotta say, and you can say, I truly will have you in prayer. Or you can just for that two seconds, that three seconds, you can hold that brother hand and give them a serious prayer before God. Or you can just stand there and give them a hug. And you say, my brother, you know, I, I don't know exactly what you're going through, but it's just sensing in my heart that you that something's going on. And it was laid in my heart to come to you. And I just want to know if it's OK, if I could just give you a brotherly hug. And just say a, a quick prayer word over you. And, and you will be surprised how the receipt, the receptions of that, you will be surprised how that person will be like, yeah, sure. You know, and they may not, they, they, they bought who, thank you, Holy Spirit. Their body might be saying no, but see that spirit, the spirit is like, yes. Yes, submit, submit to that word. Submit to this moment and receive that. And even though that person may be a little hesitant in their body, you'll be able to tell it. But they will go ahead and say, yes. That's fine. Oh, my God. My God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Spiritual food for thought for this week. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. Take delight in in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. My God. Hmm. My God, my God, my God. You know, sometimes I think about some things, man, and I all I can really do is just <laughs> sit down and just shake my head and say, Father, I don't know. I don't know, but I do know this. I cannot handle this within that of myself. I have to release this unto you. In faith, knowing that you are a faithful God and that you can take care of what I release unto you, what I bring and petition unto your throne room. So I lay this before thee. Jesus name.
my brothers and sisters, I'm dealing with some things right now. You know, I got some things weighing heavy on my heart right now. I got some things weighing heavy on my spirit right now. My spirit is mourning. But see, you would have never known that unless I just told you. Because I'm allowing the presence of Christ to really just help me through this moment right now. Because I'm telling you, I, it's been difficult. These last, just truly, these last few days, these days going into this month and the last days of last month. And right now I sit before you as a man that has some things heavy on my heart and I have right now. And it's not from anybody has passed. Nobody has passed in my family. Nobody does no friend, not to my knowledge. And it's not concerning that anyway. It's it's just what I have witnessed in seeing and in hearing. And that has been both directly and indirectly. And I have come to a point right now in my life where I can say that I've I'm done no more but see I am not completely done because see Christ is telling me no you're not done you can do this you can do all things through me who strengthens you and God is saying unto me my grace my grace my son is sufficient unto thee so even when you think you're weak because of what you're dealing with your suffering your your inflammatories and all these things, you know, these convictions that are coming unto you. <laughs> My God. My strength is made perfect in that of weakness. So I rather boast all the more. <laughs> My God. Mm, 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 mm. Some trying times, my brothers and sisters. Some trying times, but... We will get through this. We will get through this. Whatever's taking place in your life, whatever has taken place, and whether it's been directly or indirectly, you're going to get through it. Completely through it. You know, that it may have passed and it may have been a few days ago, but you still have some remnants of it still in your life. It still left some things, some hold on you, some, 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 some trickleness has still allowed it, you know, uh, you to go under what you're going under. It still has been... drop down on you it's still as attached to you and so you're, you're you're undergoing you're going through right now the remnants the last little bit of that that situation so now i'm saying my brothers this is it's not over take delight in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart some of all parts of this week's message is quoted from psalms 37 1 through 40 and that is found in the NIV once again some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 37 1 through 40 and that is the NIV version Amen. for more encouragement throughout the rest of the week uh, go over to Facebook you can find us there as encouragement daily blog uh, all the daily devotionals as well as uh, the weekly podcasts are posted on that site. 
So uh, visit that page. Once again, that's www.facebook.com slash encouragement daily blog. And that's where you'll be able to find us there on Facebook if you're freaking on Facebook. Uh, IG, you can find us on IG as the Encouragement Dailies blog. Once again, that's Encouragement Dailies blog. And that is on IG. And if you still dip and dabble on Timber a little bit, we are on there as well. Um, you may not see any updated uh, information on that. We're still working on some things concerning that. But if you want to uh, go on there to catch some of our past posts, you know, if you're someone that frequents on there every now and then, and you're on there and you want to, you know, catch some of our past posts, you can do so. We are on there as Encouragement Daily Blog. Amen. And also on Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. The podcast brought to you every week is brought to you, brought to you through that of Anchor.fm. And you can find us over there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that is Anchor.fm. Encouragement Daily's Podcast. Go on over to Anchor. Show them some love as you show us some love. You know, prepare to show us some love. Go ahead and go over to Anchor. Get signed up with an account so that you will be blessed with all the different podcasts that they have. They have a variety of podcasts over there. And you are more than, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to find an abundance of spiritual podcasts on Anchor. Our podcast being one of them. So if you're looking for encouragement, go over to Anchor. FM and look for Encouragement Daily Podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscription, that notification, so you'll know when we bring forth another episode. Amen. I thank you for your time and for your patience as you have received this week's message. And I just thank you for being a part of the Encouragement Daily Podcast family. Your prayers for us have been truthfully felt. In that of spirit, and I am very much appreciative in all that of the depths of my heart. Amen. So as the day continues to go on, may you continue to have a wonderful and blessful day. May all things that you lay unto that of the Lord be fruitful. Hmm, my God. And may the rest of the week be more of the same. And until next time, continue to stay healthy. And continue to do all that is needed to be saved. In Jesus' name, I speak it to be so. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.